ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ايها المسلمون عباد الله عن انس رضي الله عنه قال جاء رجل الى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا رسول الله متى الساعه قال وما اعددت للساعه قال حب الله ورسوله قال فانك مع من احببت انس رضي الله تعالى عنه he says that a man came to the messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said oh messenger of allah when is the hour meaning when will qiyama be and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded and said what have you prepared for the hour but what have you prepared for the hour and this is more important than wondering when will the hour be rather we should ask ourselves what have we prepared for when the hour arrives the man said hubballahi wa rasulih he said i have prepared the love of allah and his messenger hubballahi wa rasulih the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in in that case you will be with the one or with those whom you love you will be with those whom you love and so anas radiyallahu anhu he said fama farihna ba'da al-islam faraha اشد من قول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فانك مع من احببت he said nothing pleased us more nothing made us more happy after islam meaning after the favor of allah of islam upon us nothing made us happier than this statement of the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that you will be with those whom you love and so ana said fa ورسوله وابا بكر وعمر فارجو ان اكون معهم وان لم اعمل باعمالهم رواه البخاري ومسلم and so anas he says i love allah and the messenger and i love abu bakr and umar and i hope to be with them i hope that i will be with them meaning raised with them and resurrected with them in the akhirah even though i don't do the deeds that they do وَإِنْ لَمْ أَعْمَلْ بِأَعْمَالِهِمْ Even though I don't do the actions that they do. Meaning even though our deeds will never reach them. 
Our status will never be like theirs. But through this statement of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there's hope that we will still be with them. فَأَرْجُوا أَنْ أَكُونَ مَعَهُمْ I hope I will be with them even though I don't do the deeds that they do. Ibad Allah, indeed, the greatest thing, or from the greatest things that is compulsory upon the Muslim is his love and his connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is from the greatest obligations of our iman and the biggest of its, fun, of its principles and its foundations. In fact, this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us. What He has instructed us with is to worship Him, but to worship Him based upon loving Him. This is what we seek from our worship. But when we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the goal, the ghaya behind it is to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not just to worship, to fulfill acts of worship. It's not just to fulfill these deeds with our bodies. Physically making salah, reciting the Qur'an with our tongues, without there being any love and attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala along with it. So this is what those who strove hard for in the path of Allah, what they strove for. This is what they sacrificed for. And this is what they sought. It was to achieve the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised his slaves and the believers who are sincere unto him and who love him the most. And he has dispraised the mushrikeen, those who have associated partners with him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَتَّخِذُ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادَ يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّا لِلَّهِ Allah said that there are some who take others as equals to Allah. They love them as they should love Allah. There are others, there are people who have taken other things, other deities, other beings as equals to Allah in what way? They love them the way they're supposed to love Allah. But the true believers, amanu, as for those who believe, lillah. They love Allah the most. They are the most strict in the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the believers are those who love Allah the most. And no person or nothing, not even the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, can come close to that love. That the love we have for Allah is even greater than the love that we have for the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَسَوْفَ يَأْتِ اللَّهُ بِقَوْمٍ يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that he will bring people that will love him and that he will love. They will love Allah and Allah will love them. Meaning that if we are not going to be true slaves of Allah, that if people are going to associate partners with Allah, Allah can do away with them. And He can replace them with people who He will love and, will, and, th- and those who will love Him. Ibad Allah, the reality is, there's none of us, no Muslim on the face of this earth who doesn't claim that He loves Allah. 
And there can be no Muslim except that he has some form of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us signs. He's given us descriptions of true love. Of how we can tell are we truly loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. True love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become apparent on our actions and deeds. Claiming that we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we don't follow that up with deeds, with righteousness. And by abstaining from sin is a sign that our love is lacking. Is a sign that our claims are short. So the person who loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will not find him except that he is someone who strives sincerely in the worship of Allah. And that he is someone who follows the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is someone who worships Allah and he follows the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al-Hasan al-Basri rahimahullah he said, Idda'a qawmun mahabbat Allah. They were people who claimed that they loved Allah. Fabtalahum Allahu biqawlih. So Allah tested them by the verse, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي Allah revealed this verse to test these people. You claim that you love me, so if you truly love Allah, say to them, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you truly love Allah, then follow me. Then follow me. And this is the test. That true love of Allah means that we will follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed. يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ In response, Allah will love you in return. وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And He will forgive your sins. For He is the most, or the forgiving, the most merciful. أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it should be our ultimate goal. And it is the greatest of all achievements. And this is why each of us, we need to understand or learn how, or what are the pathways that lead to the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From amongst them is knowing the names and attributes of Allah. Is to learn about who Allah is. Man arafa Allah bi asma'ihi wa sifatihi wa af'alihi ahabbahu la mahalah. Qal ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah he said, Whoever knows Allah by his names, his attributes and his actions, he will love Allah unconditionally. Whoever knows Allah by his names, his attributes and his actions, he will love Allah under all circumstances. The knowledge of Allah's names and attributes will lead one to loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will lead one to submitting oneself humbly in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obeying him. There is no person who can love him except or that will know him except that he will love him. As for those who don't know him, then how will they love him? As for those who don't study who Allah is, then how can we love him? Or how can we truly love him if we don't know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is? Every name and every attribute has powerful meanings behind it. That has a powerful effect on the heart of the slave. That will automatically bring about the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he reflects over these names. 
and when he reflects over these perfect attributes, the most beautiful of names and the most perfect of attributes. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned his names throughout the Quran. And he, in the Sunnah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned these names and these attributes throughout. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention so many names and so many of his attributes? It is for us to understand them, for us to ponder over them, for us to live according to them. If you learn about Allah as the most generous, this should instill generosity. You learn that Allah is most merciful, we become merciful. Allah is ar-rafiq, the most gentle, we become gentle. We become people of gentleness and kindness, he's al-latif. All of these names of attrib- and attributes that we learn should have an effect on us. Should lower us in terms of our pride and arrogance. Because we realize how perfect Allah is and how weak we are. And these names and attributes, as we said, should teach us to have similar attributes. And this is not tashbih or tamthil. This is nothing to do with resemblance to the Creator. This is trying to take from the beneficial attributes of Allah and to live according to them. So Allah has revealed these names and attributes so that we can study them. So that we can know who He is. Without these names and attributes, how do we know who Allah is? And this is another reason why Ahlul Sunnah don't limit the names and attributes to a certain number. Because this is not in the Quran and the Sunnah. And because we can know more of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by studying these names and these attributes. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she narrated that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he sent a man on a campaign. And this man used to recite to his companions when leading the salah. And at the end of each rak'ah, he would conclude with قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٌ Every rak'ah he reads and then he reads قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٌ The surah, surah al-ikhlas. When this reached the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, go ask him why did he, why did he do that? The man said, because it is a description of Ar-Rahman. And I love to recite it. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Tell him that Allah azza wa jal loves him as well. This man had this love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because of this, the Prophet said, Inform him that Allah loves him in return. From the ways that we achieve the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to put the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first. And to place it before the love of our nafs, or whenever we have a desire, what Allah loves comes first. The rulings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes first. The sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes first. Before our desires, before our doubts and confusions, the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should come first. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Thalathun man kunna fihi wajada bihinna halawata al-iman. There are three things. Whoever has them and, ex- and lives according to them or experiences them will taste the sweetness of Iman. From them is أَنْ يَكُونَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِمَّا سِوَاهُمَا Is that the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most beloved of things to him. 
whoever can put the love of Allah first will taste the sweetness of Iman. From the ways to achieve the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-khalwatu bihi subhanahu is to spend time in seclusion with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does this mean? This doesn't mean that we put ourselves into a monastery. This doesn't mean that we go live in the mountains away from the people. It means that we spend time worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in secret. That we come together in Jumu'ah, we worship Allah together. We come to the masjid, we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jama'ah. But there should also be times when we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Meaning, we spend time in secret. It's just me and Allah with this act of worship. Because this is a sign of sincerity. And the one who can't spend the seclusion with Allah. We're speaking about ibadah. He can't spend time alone just between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sitting and reciting the Quran. Waking up in the middle of the night to pray for the sake of Allah. While everyone else is asleep. He fasts a day for the sake of Allah whilst everyone else is eating. He tastes a certain sweetness of worship that others will not taste. In a time when people are in ghafla, heedlessness and negligence, he is in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a sign of sincerity and this will bring about the love of Allah. So there are worship that we do in public and that's fine. Some we must, like Jumu'ah, like coming to the masjid, like attending classes. And then there's worship that we must also do in private, between us and Allah. Like our dhikr. Dhikr is supposed to be done. It's personal worship. A dhikr is personal ibadah. That's why Allah said, when you remember Allah, remember Him. Dun al-jahr. Bil-qawli wal-ghudubi wal-asal. Wadhkur rabbaka fi nafsika tadarru'an wa khufiyah. Remember your Lord to yourselves. To yourselves. Remember Him. Make dhikr. With humility and fear. And Allah said, remember Him with silence. Dun al-jahr. Without loudness. Because this is what sincerity is. And this is the asal when it comes to dhikr. It should be done quietly by ourselves. This is how the Sahaba and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should also try and increase and be firm and steadfast on our nawafil deeds. Voluntary deeds. Sunnah acts of worship. That which is not fard. That which is not fard. The fard is the most beloved thing to Allah. As the hadith of Qudsi says, وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّ افْتَرَضْتُ عَلَيْهِ the slave will not come closer to Allah with anything that's more beloved to Allah than that which he has made obligatory upon them. And that which I have made obligatory upon them. Which means the best of worship will always be the fara'id. Nothing competes with the fard. So the fard always comes first. However, the hadith carries on. And Allah said, وَمَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلِ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهِ that the slave continues to draw closer to me with voluntary deeds, nawafil deeds, sunnah deeds, mustahab deeds, recommended acts of worship, until I love him. Until I love him. And this proves that when we do sunnah acts of worship, it's not fault upon us. If we don't do it, there's no sin upon us. But we do it for the sake of Allah. We do it because we love to follow the Prophet ﷺ. And by doing this, Allah says, I will 
He will continue to do this until our love him. And this is how we achieve the love of Allah. فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ كُنْتُ سَمْعَهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ وَبَصَرَهُ الَّذِي يُبْصِرُ بِهِ وَيَدَهُ الَّتِي يَبْدِشُ بِهَا وَرِجْلَهُ الَّتِي يَمْشِي بِهَا And when I love him, I will be his hearing with which he hears, and his sight with which he sees, and his hand with which he strikes, and his foot with which he walks. Meaning this person will become someone who fears Allah. And Allah will be with him with his help and assistance and his mercy and so forth. If he were to ask me of something, I will surely give it to him. And were he to seek refuge with me, I would surely grant him refuge. Because this person has reached the state where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves him and he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reflecting and pondering over its ayat gives life to the hearts and it purifies the souls. It is a dhikr, a remembrance, it's a huda, it's guidance, it's shifa, and it's an admonishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah said, وَإِذَا أَرَدْتَ أَن تَعْلَمَ مَا عِنْدَكَ وَعِنْدَ غَيْرِكَ مِنْ مَحَبَّةِ اللَّهِ فَانْظُرْ مَحَبَّةَ الْقُرْآنِ مِنْ قَلْبِكَ If you want to see how much you have of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your hearts or in the hearts of others, then look how much love you have for the Qur'an in your heart. Look how much love you have for the Qur'an in your heart. How much time do you spend with it? How much time do you spend reciting it, studying its ayat, its meanings, its verses? And how much do we love according to the book of Allah? This is a sign of how much we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the ways that we achieve the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is to love that which he loves and to hate that which he hates. So we love his messengers, his prophets, his angels and his righteous servants. And from the head of them would be the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum ajma'een, and the Ahlul Bayt, the household of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we hate those who hate them. From the Rawafid to the Nawasib, and we turn and we free ourselves from them who take from their honor and who take from their status. And we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will defend their honor. For Allah said, Inna Allah yudafi'u amanu. Indeed, Allah defends those who believe. Inna Allah la yuhibbu kulla kafur. Surely Allah does not like whoever is deceitful and grateful. And Allah said in the Hadith Qudsi, Man li waliyan faqad bil harb. Whoever shows enmity to a friend of mine or a wali of mine, then I have declared war against him. Aqulu hadha al-qawl wa astaghfirullah al-azim li walakum wa li walidayya wa li walidikum wa li sa'iri al-muslimina min kulli dhanb fa-staghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim. الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه 
وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله From the ways that we achieve the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to love the believers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we love a person based upon his deen, based upon his aqidah, based upon his iman, based upon his taqwa. And we do not love people for their ignorance or for their wealth or for their status in this world or for their fame. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned in the hadith that a person visited his brother in another town and Allah sent an angel to wait for him on his way. And when he came to him, he said, where are you intending to go? He said, I intend to go visit my brother in this town. He said, have you done any favor to him? And are you going there for recompense? He said, no, I'm going there except that I love him for the sake of Allah. Thereupon, the angel said to him, I am a messenger to you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to inform you that Allah loves you as you love him for his sake. That Allah loves you as you love him for his sake. And this proves that when we love people for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah will love us in return for this. Ayyuhal Muslimun ibad Allah, there is no way that we can achieve the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or closeness unto him except that we submit ourselves to him is that we spend time by in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turning to him in dua lowering ourselves breaking ourselves in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and calling upon him and him alone for indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to be asked and he hates when we do not ask him he loves to be asked and he hates that we do not ask him. And we cannot achieve the love of Allah except that we stay away from shubuhat. We stay away from arguments, argumentation, and doubts and confusions. That we return to seeking knowledge from the scholars of Ahlul Sunnah. And that we keep away from shahawat. We keep away from our desires. And that we stick to the path of righteousness and istiqamah. وَالصُحْبَةُ salihin. And in righteous company, for there is nothing that can assist us more than righteous company. We achieve the love of Allah by remembering Jannah and what is in it of delight. At the head of it is to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whoever loves to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ لِقَاءَهُ And indeed, Allah loves to meet him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us his love. The love of that which, that which brings us closer to him. The love of his book. The love of his messenger. And the love of the believers. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akumullah. Ala bashirin nadheer. Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Qad amarakumullahu bithalika fi kitabih. Faqala azza min qailin alima. Inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي 
وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب عمل يقربنا إلى حبك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أقيم الصلاة